the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This program was recorded for broadcast at this time. Welcome to What's the Score? A series solely dedicated to the support of Central Florida small business and entrepreneurs. Donated as a community service by Salem Media Group. And now, here's Christopher Hart, Rich Jekyll, and Lucy Polito. Hello again, and welcome to What's the Score? The show designed to help you come up with that winning combination. And we got the full-on winning combination for you here today, folks, because we got Back by popular demand, the award-winning, one of the award-winning dynamic duo of SCORE volunteers, Lucy Polito, back with us. Hey, Lucy, how was your week off there? Oh, my week was outstanding. I was very, very busy, but it was great. Excellent. And speaking of excellence, we have par excellence, the original award-winning SCORE volunteer, Rich Jekyll here. How you doing, Rich? Christopher, close to everybody's heart. (laughs) I am Christopher Hart of the American Adversaries Radio Show. But, of course, this show is all about SCORE, a great organization, and everything they have to offer to you folks. And now with the doors open again, it's back to business as usual, plus, plus all the other things you were doing via Zoom and all that. Right, Lucy? Yes, we are open. Uh, But again, I want to remind everyone we are open from Monday through uh, Thursday and the hours are from 10 to 2 and hopefully we will be opening them longer. Uh, We'll just have to see how everything checks out in a couple of weeks. All right. And once again, the SCORE offices are located in the Orlando Fashion Square, where you will find the National Entrepreneur Center on the on the west end there, just off of McGuire. And that is also a great organization, an umbrella organization, if you will, because SCORE is there along with, what is it, 14 or 15 other organizations now, isn't it, Rich? Now, yeah. 15 organizations. Cool. Yeah, and they all network with one another to have make sure that you have all the tools that you need to succeed in business in the community here. And, of course, because it is a nationwide organization, SCORE, that is, they have offices all over the country, volunteers all over the country, and especially now with the, the regularity of Zoom use, you can network and get advice from any of them anywhere in the country. Right, Rich? Yes, man, it is really a universal uh, dialogue going here because anybody can talk to anybody. Uh, Basically, before we had to go through, you know, the telephone stuff, uh, calling one office and getting a hold of an expert there and then calling back and it's so inefficient. Now you just got this and we can see each other and talk to each other and no bots. Yeah, that's right. And what that means is in the rare occasion that one of the SCORE volunteers here locally, of which there's how many again, Rich? About 65 dozen or so? Five dozen, exactly, Christopher. And if they don't have the answer that you need, 
they can find it from somewhere else in the nation because there's over 15,000 spread across the country. And how many offices again, Rich, isn't it? 200 and 390, something? 390 roughly offices. Around the country. So if you know someone yeah. in another part of the country that's thinking about starting up a business or maybe they're running a business and they need some help and they don't know about SCORE, make sure you make sure that they do know about SCORE. And also you can go to SCORE.org, which is the national website, to find out locations of offices. And uh, you also have a lot of information there at your fingertips, including, and we can't stress enough, these business documents that you can take, download, and just basically plug in your information in in the uh, appropriate places. Right, Rich? Yeah. I mean, it is like a a, uh, nonprofit legal Zoom because you can go there and you can get templates for business plans. They have some 500 sample business plans out there and you can download them and use them and pick them apart and uh, use what's best because they're all successful businesses and uh, they work. So the plans are all there. So copy them, take advantage of these things. There's hiring agreements. There's uh all kinds of uh, business agreements that are there, and uh, you can just download them for the big F word, free. Absolutely, because everything that SCORE has to offer is at that same price level, which is? Absolutely free. There you go. And that includes the the educational programming. That includes the mentorship. There's never been a charge mentorship, from the mentorship yeah. programming or programs and everything that, once again, that SCORE has to offer. Now, occasionally they'll have a special event where they'll ask you to buy tickets for, but it's usually because they're participants with somebody else, like what happened with the climb event. Now, Lucy, yeah, Rich Lucy. and I didn't make it, but uh, I understand you did. I went and it was outstanding. We had a very good group of women, outstanding speakers and wonderful prices. And I think uh, this particular session was very interesting because it touched on obviously the problems that we have had as a world or country or state or city being the pandemic. And uh, a lot of that has uh, brought on some new people thinking about opening a business and starting to work. So we had quite a bit of women that are really looking at that possibility. And I think the fact that, you know, they've now have started to look at other things, not just their job, but maybe knowing that there is a possibility, maybe they should do something. And I think really at the end of the day, most people want to have their own business sooner, you know, I think at any time, at any age, that could happen. But I think most people dream about having their own business and being their own boss. And this was a great opportunity to meet with people who have done it, who have been very successful. And as I say, our speakers were great. The ambiance was outstanding. The lunch was great. And of course, the end of the uh, party was good with the wine and the chocolate so that always yeah. is good you mean the Can't wine miss that you mean that was novel, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. and that yeah. is official that was one of our partners yes yes all right and that uh, course was a couple of weeks ago but as i said that was as i've said on the show before that was the first basically re rechristening of the conference center and the facilities 
at the yep. National Entrepreneur Center and, and basically open again for business. And, you yeah. know, it was it was so good to be together with people again. You know, I'm a people person. So to be actually being in a meeting where I hadn't been in over two years and seeing some of the folks that I have worked with and seeing the uh, ambient uh, on the, uh, the all the women that were excited being there, I think it was a great opportunity to kind of get together with a lot of people you hadn't seen for a long time. Yeah. Everybody wear masks or was it? No, mixed? no. No, it was very. I, I think I could count in my hand how many people wore a uh, mask. It was really? op- It was yeah. optional. It was optional, so people could if they wanted it was to yeah. or not. Yeah, but it was a. Great. It was a huge success, and there'll be more things like that to come. And yeah. but then, uh, and by the way, that is uh, now archived. We're at the uh, Orlando.score.org website. Of course, we'd love you to join the uh, and sign up for the newsletter there, Orlando.score.org. And that and by, event. By, uh, by the way, it's yeah. not me uh, talking propaganda, okay? It is uh, the feedback that we got back. The feedback was really excellent. So I know it was a very good uh, It was a very good session because the feedback from the uh people that attended was really very very good uh, you're being humble i heard it was a great event so yeah. <laughs> you can go to the archive at orlando.score.org and check it out along with all of the other zoom offerings they have there now what is that rich i said excellent it was excellent all right okay speaking of excellence we have a guest with us today who has been a guest on the show before, but he's got some new news for us today. Of course, he always does. But yeah. let's welcome back to the show, Ken Countess. Ken, how have you been? Hey, Chris, I'm doing fine. Have been doing well. Thank you. And hello to you and Lucy and Rich. Yeah. Hey, so- hello hey. back. Yeah, Good sounds- to see you, Ken. Yeah, it sounds like we guys are going to have to make sure to be at that next climb event next year. We missed out on a lot of fun, sounds like. You yeah. certainly did. Yeah, it sure sounds that way. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, Ken, since you've been on the show last, you know, we have new listeners out there. So you know the routine, sort of. If you can, just kind of give us another bio of yourself, where are you from, how you got to where you are now, that sort of thing. You know, the, you know how it goes. Go ahead. Yeah, thank you. I'll have to reach back into the memory banks. Uh, so I'm Ken Countess. I spent about 25 years in corporate America, uh, and uh, they were the, most of those years were at a company called Motorola that a lot of people uh, recognize the name. I was there in the two-way radio business, and then in what was then known as the pager business. Remember pagers? Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, and I actually created the first uh, advertising campaign for products that are now called smartphones. They weren't called smartphones then. They were two-way pagers and then PDAs. You might, might remember that. Yeah. Uh, and then I went to a uh, medical products company. And, uh, and so anyway, I spent 25 years or so in corporate America. And then as was mentioned a few minutes ago, at some point you get the itch and you say, you know what? I don't belong working at big companies. I'm going to go into business for myself. And 21 years ago this month, actually, I formed the Countess Group and uh, the company is still in business, but we're undergoing a bit of rebranding. We grew during that time. And so my wife, Vicki, is a life coach and she goes under the brand Vicki Countess Coaching as part of the Countess Group. 
And I, in the last three months or so, rebranded the marketing side uh, to kenisemail.com. And the reason for doing that, Chris, is that, you know, if you've been in the marketing framework for any length of time, you understand that everything is now digital. It's been moving in that direction for a long, long time, more longer than people realize. But, and, and social media tends to get all of the buzz, but that's not what generates the money. All right. Well, I tell you what, hold it right there because yeah. we have to go into the break. But when we come back, we'll pick it up from there. Ken Countess is who we're talking with. By the way, he has a this – is, this is a new email address, isn't it, Ken? Yes, sir, it is. All right. I'll give it out quick because we're running against the clock. But it's And you spell all this out, kenisemail.com. Ken is email.com. You can check it out while we take the break, and we'll come right back with more of What's the Score? Welcome back to What's the Score? I am Christopher Hart, along with Rich Jekyll, Lucy Polito, our guest today, Ken Countess. And Ken was just telling us uh, how he has been rebranding himself. By the way, congratulations on the 21 years in business. That that puts yeah. you in a pretty elite group there, so uh, hats off to you. Uh, and you were just talking about the digital world that we now find ourselves in. And by the way, this is a world that uh, the Pythagoreans... Uh, postulated could be done 2,500 years ago. They said that the whole world could be reduced to numbers. And in essence, that's what we have done. And we've reduced it. Very smart people. Yeah. To, uh, to, by the way, that was also a very egalitarian society. Uh, women had as much speak and as uh, uh, much, uh, there you go, Lucy. They had as much sway and, and how business was done as the men did. They were all very smart people. Anyway, Back Where to you today. Been reading the dictionary lately? No, man, no. <laughs> so, uh, but but we really have reduced the world to numbers. That's what it means to live in a digital world. That that everything basically has a barcode or, or whatever. And you were just beginning to tell us how uh, you've evolved, I guess, along with uh, the understanding of all of that. Is that a good place where we left off? Uh, yeah, it is a good place where we left off. You know, one of the really interesting things to me, uh, Chris, is that I spent the better part of 20 plus years at Motorola. And way back then, I left there 21 years ago. Uh, and way back then, we were into digital. In fact, we were introducing digital products, and people could barely spell the word digital at that time. Sure. Uh, Facebook didn't exist. There was no Instagram or LinkedIn or anything like that. And now everything is ones and zeros. And uh, QR codes are so popular. I, I spoke at a show here in Orlando about three weeks ago, this small business expo uh, down at uh, a hotel at Universal. And QR codes were everywhere, right? And people were not passing out business cards the way they did before the pandemic. Now you pull out your smartphone and snap the QR code, and that's how you stay in touch with people. That's yeah, how you get their info. Real quick, for some people out there may not be familiar, the QR codes are those things that you're seeing all over the place that looks like a, a tic-tac-toe game that was all scratched out and everything, right? It's kind of a <laughs> square right. box with a bunch of squiggly 
lines and stuff in it. And that those are unique. All of them are unique, kind of like a fingerprint, are they not, Ken? Yeah, that's true. There are billions and billions of them. It's almost like the McDonald's thing, billions and billions served. Right. Uh, it's, there's an infinite number of codes that you can get with a QR code. So for someone like myself, who is not a techie, you know, I see these things and I thought, what the heck is that? So finally I asked and I found out I don't have any of that. I don't even know what to do with that. I mean, what do I do? Take a picture of that? And then that tells me this little code is kenismail.com? Yeah, actually, what it does is it takes you to a website. It'll take you to a web page. And that might be a landing page where you can put in your contact info. It might be a page where you'll see my contact information. Um, But, yeah. It it definitely takes you to a website then. Yeah, it'll take you to a website. And for most people, because, Lucy, you're still in the majority of people uh, with people who really don't understand what a QR code will do for you. So I still walk around with business cards because people really don't yet understand what they are. And yet... QR codes have been around for 20 years or more. They've really? been very popular in Asia and Europe, and they're just becoming popular here in the Western Hemisphere. So huh. do you have a QR code on your business card? Yeah. I, I actually have two business QR codes on my business card. One is to join my mailing list, and the other is to get a free consultation. Cool. And by the way, he has one right here on his Zoom screen as well. Yeah, he does. And uh, and then on the other side, it's like up the upper right hand corner is his QR code. Upper left hand corner is his kinisemail dot com website and your phone number, which is right. uh, yeah four zero four zero seven two four two forty two ninety forty two zero zero forty two hundred. Okay, four zero seven two four two forty two hundred for Ken Countess. And how is this, how is Ken's email different than the Countess group? Well, Ken's email just focuses in on the email platform. As the Countess group, we're focusing in on building websites and doing search engine optimization and helping people with social media and doing advertising uh, spends on Facebook and LinkedIn and Instagram and so on. But, but really what has happened, uh, Chris, and you, you sort of do what the market looks for, uh, so many people were saying, you know, I know I need to do all these other things, but I need help with email. And email is the platform that is more productive, more valuable, generates more revenue for businesses than anything else out there. The average return on investment is $42 back for every dollar you spend. Nothing comes close to that. Uh, social media gets all the buzz, right? Everybody talks about the social media experts and all of that. And, and social media certainly has its place. It's very important in today's business world. But social media generates one third of the business that email marketing does. Wow. That's the unsung hero. Gets no respect. Remember Rodney, Rodney Dangerfield? I got no respect. And How do you get him to read it? Yeah. Lucy, Lucy, well, go ahead. Uh, well, it kind of makes sense because if you if you see something, you see a product, you can't talk to whatever advertising they're making. You got to get a direction or where to contact these folks. And email is obviously the easiest. Nobody has a phone anymore so uh, for business. So 
you obviously have to have an, an email. Uh, that's how you're going to reach that customer or that business that you want to look at. And it's a more personal touch, isn't it? Also, go ahead. It's a more personal touch. Yeah. Uh, you can cultivate a relationship with someone much, much better with an email campaign than you can with social media. You're not ever sure that someone has seen your social post, but you do know if someone has received your email, has opened your email, has clicked on something in your email. I sent one out a couple of days ago and I'm getting uh, responses from it uh, today. I mean, there were people, we, we have an email marketing class that starts next Tuesday and, and people are signing up for it based on the email that they received a couple of days ago. Um, but I know that they received it, they opened it, they clicked and they paid. I don't get that same kind of analytic data from social media. And you know what? The advantage is you once you respond, you now have their email. So you can continue to send promotional database. Uh, right. Yeah, you have a database that you just, you know, it's been created. So yeah. that's the greatest advantage, I think. Yeah. But how right. did you get them not to delete it? I present them with valuable information that they look forward to getting every week. Yeah. Right. We'll get to the do's and the don'ts uh, as we go along here. But uh, by the way, Ken is going to be making the Coffee with the Leader presentation, excuse me, this coming Thursday, April the 14th. And of course, this will be at the National Entrepreneur Center. And there's no charge for this. It's a Zoom event. You can go to Orlando.score.org to sign up for it, Orlando.score.org. This Thursday, April the 14th, the doors open at 8 o'clock. It is a networking opportunity as well, but it's also interactive. And Ken will answer. be happy to answer questions for you. And it's Thursday, April the 14th, Coffee with a Leader presentation. And you sign up at Orlando.score.org. And so... I, I take it that, you know, working as the Countess Group where, you know, you, it was a bro- much broader range of business services, services this became obvious to, the, to you after a time. That, it really that email kind of yeah, stands out in terms of the opportunity it provides you. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's absolutely right, Chris. Uh, I have been Constant Contact's top trainer for years. I've been a partner of theirs for 12 years. And uh, what, what happened during that time was that, as I mentioned before, social media gets all the buzz, but when it comes right back down to how do I grow my business, put dollars in my pocket, please, um, email, it, it's something you don't even have to sell. You don't have to sell the concept because everybody checks their email every single day. And that's not true of social media. I might check my Facebook sometime during the day, but and then not go to Instagram or LinkedIn or TikTok or any of the others. So you don't know where your audience is going to be on any given day or at any time of day, but you know they're always going to check their inbox. So it made it pretty obvious to me, Chris, that email was the thing to focus in on because I've got a client that, went from $50,000 a year in sales to 750000 in less than a year once she learned how to do email. Wow. And she went, oh, my God, why did I even bother with Google AdWords? Wow, that's amazing. And we'll get it was as pretty said, self-evident. Yeah. And once again, Ken's making the presentation on April the 14th, so you won't want to miss that. 
Obviously, this is uh, something that can help every business out there. That is for sure. So please sign up at Orlando.score.org. And so the you know the other thing too is I know and, and like you say everybody checks their their email box at least every, once every day. I think most people check it a multitude of times a day. Uh, I know if I if I have time, I check it three or four times a day. If I don't, I'm checking it once or twice for sure. But yeah, you, you it's all it's it's kind of like you know you have your snail mail box and you have your email box, and it just becomes habit that you check it and then. Of course, you know, if you're getting good information there, you you anticipate it and you want to go there, right? That's right. And and the stats might surprise you. I mean, people check, everybody checks their email on their smartphone these days. I mean, and particularly with the pandemic, right? People are working from home. They may be on their desktop, but you know for sure they're on their phone. And people check their phone, get this, 150 times a day. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh, I'm not alone. <laughs> You're okay. not alone. All right. Yeah, well, so now you can come clean. You're not checking your email once or twice a day. It's more than that. Yeah, there you go. All right. Well, when we come back, we'll be talking more with Ken Countess, but please sign up for the Coffee with the Leader presentation at Orlando.score.org. We'll we will be right back with more of What's the Score? Polito, Rich Jacob, and myself, Christopher Hart. We have one of our more popular guests on with us today, Ken Countess. And he's been on the show a number of times. And he's back today to talk about the value of email. And also to invite you to join him for the Coffee with the Leader presentation on this Thursday, April the 14th. You go to orlando.score.org to sign up. And by the way, if you'd like to call and make an appointment to speak at someone, speak to someone at SCORE, you can call them at 407-420-4844. If you'd like to make an appointment to go into the offices and meet with someone, 407-420-4844 for SCORE. And Ken, you know, we were just talking about uh, email and, and, and the, you know, the value of and, and Rich had asked sort of a, a do or don't question. Uh, do or don't? Yeah, it was. Uh, I forget. No, the, what, I'd ask the how-to question. Well, that's the same thing, right? I mean, okay. so give, right. give give us a little high. And by the way, before we go further, you have another. You have uh, a uh, a seminar. You said coming up that people can sign up for as well, or or is, or is that? Uh, do you do these regularly? And let me put that put it that way. Do you do seminars or blogs or podcasts, whatever? Oh, yeah. I, I do at least a webinar a week. In fact, uh, this week I did two. There was one earlier uh, earlier today. But uh, those can be found at uh, marketyourbusiness.co slash events. Uh, but I also have a, uh, a four-week email marketing class that you can find at kenisemail.com. Uh, and this is a class that takes you no matter what level you're at, whether you're a beginner, intermediate, or advanced, and I take you step-by-step, step, giving you the do's and the don'ts. These are the things you absolutely have to do 
in an email campaign. And these are the things you absolutely should never do in an email campaign. So uh, that class actually starts on Tuesday, August, uh, April 12th, 12th yeah. at 11 in the morning. And uh, it's uh, kenisemail.com. So you still have time to sign up for that. And of course, you have time to sign up for the Coffee with the Leader presentation. He'll do two days after that on the 14th. So all right. then that you can do at orlando.score.org. So kenisemail.com for the marketing class and orlando.score.org for the Coffee with the Leader presentation. Make sure you get both of them. And so we'll give us a, so the 42 for one. 42 bucks for every one bucks, one dollar you put into email. Uh, absolutely extraordinary return on investment. And, you know, pretty much uh, blows away, as you were saying, the social media marketing, because you're going more directly to the clientele. But how do you know where to send the emails? That would be my first question. How do you know who to send them to? Well, first, people sign up for your list, and they may find you on, uh, they may find your website, for example, or let's say, for instance, they attend an event. Uh, I'm an active member of the Seminole County Chamber of Commerce, and when we go to events like that, we exchange business cards or maybe do QR codes. Sure. Right? So you get people to join your mailing list, and at that point, they are opting in. They're saying to you either, uh, uh implied or expressly, I want to be on your mailing list. Now, I will say this, nobody wakes up in the morning and says, I can't wait to get on another mailing list. <laughs> nobody does that. But if you're at an event, and you're starting to build this trust with an individual, you're credible, um, they will exchange business cards with you. And that gives you the opportunity to send them information that would be of value to them. And so that's how you begin to grow your list. There are other ways to do it. Uh, if you have a brick and mortar location, you might have a sign in your uh, window. Uh, you might have a, a sign-up sheet at the cash register that says something like, join our list, and we'll send you $10 off coupon. Maybe it's a restaurant. You know, join our mailing list, and we'll give you some sort of a freebie. Um, you've got to make it. Uh, worth an exchange of information with someone so that they do want to join your list. Otherwise, as I say, you know, who want, who wakes up in the morning saying, wow, my inbox just is not full enough. I want to get more emails. So those are a couple of the ways that you grow your list. And it's really important to grow your list too, Chris, because uh, the average is that 30% of email addresses go bad every year. 30%. And so if you do the math, that says just over every three years, your list has totally turned over. What do you mean go bad? They go bad? Well, here's an example. Um, I'm, I, I won't ask you point blank, but I'll parenthetically ask you, do you have an AOL.com email address? If you do, <laughs> you do? I do. <laughs> okay. AOL.com that you've been using email for a long time. That's good. But you've probably heard of Google, right? Yes. And Google has Gmail. And Gmail now is the dominant free email service available in, the, well, in most of the world. And a lot of people switch from AOL.com to Gmail.com. 
And so that old AOL.com email address of yours, if you ignore it, it essentially is a, now a bad email address. So it's up to the person doing the marketing to make sure that the list stays up to date. So instead of me sending to Lucy at AOL.com, now it's Lucy at gmail.com. And that's the way you keep the list up to date. So that's one of the ways, Rich, that emails go bad. The other is that companies are getting swallowed up. There's an awful lot of M&A activity, merger and acquisition activity. Yeah. And so the old company gets absorbed by the new company and the old email address goes bad over time. I worked at Motorola for over 20 years. My Motorola.com address went bad. It became MotorolaSolutions.com. Uh -huh. So the old domain went bad. So someone who is sending, whether this is business to business or business to consumer, you still need to be sure that you're keeping your lists up to date. And that's how you continue to get the kind of phenomenal return on your money that you do with email marketing. Okay. Lucy, hey, Chris, I... I got a question there. Yeah. Go, um, go ahead. Yeah, just a, a question about your rebranding here. You know, this is a big effort by you. And um, how do you find it? Is it working for you? Is it implemented to the point where you're comfortable and everybody's comfortable with it? Or what kind of things did you run into here? Well, uh, I'll answer the first question. Yes, I found it to be totally successful. Our business actually has tripled since oh, rebranding. Okay. And, and so, why? Because it's so simple. Ken is email. I mean, that says it all, right? It sure does. Uh, the, the old brand, and the, the brand is still around. I just don't rely on it anymore. The old brand was the countessgroup.com. And invariably, the question was, what do you do again? Yeah. Yeah. Right. So this this was it makes it very, very clear. Definitive. Um, yeah. And and in fact, when I go out to these meetings these days and I wear a shirt or a badge that says Ken is email there. And there's no question about what business I'm in. That's not to say we don't do the other work. We still do. But most of the focus is on email. So the the, the second question you asked is, well, what does all that mean? Was it hard to do? Yes. When uh, when I worked at big companies, uh, it was fairly easy to do the rebranding because I had a staff of people that did all the work. Yeah. And, and right? a bunch of money. <laughs> and a, and a, yes, they had very, very deep pockets. I mean, yep. they, there was uh, one company I was at where we did rebranding from advanced PCS to Caremark when the company got acquired. And we spent tens of millions of dollars in the rebranding. Now, what wow. small business can afford to do that? They can't. Even, even tens of thousands is a struggle, much less tens of millions. Right. Uh, but for a company like mine that's been around for over 20 years, uh, there's a lot of legacy material that I've had to go in and get updated. And uh, so the, the switch has been somewhat painful, some fun, but, um, but yeah, it's a lot of work. It's well worth the work if, as long as you're diligent about it and you try to make sure that you don't leave anything on uh, and no stone unturned. Well, and, it sounds like it's paying off. It's a good investment for you. Oh, it's been a great investment. I'm, I'm delighted uh, with the result. And, but the funny thing, uh, Rich, about this is 
the, uh, the business coach I hired that, uh, you know, when we were chatting, he said, you, you need to change the name because nobody knows what the Countess Group is. He said, your new name is KenIsEmail.com. And I thought, yeah. oh, well, okay. But if you just write it out in all lowercase letters, it's not intuitive, right? You don't, it, it doesn't read well. And that's why the logo is uh, Ken in white letters is in red letters and email.com in white letters again. So the word is stands out. Uh, so it was a little bit of a creative challenge to figure out how to make it work. But I have to tell you, everybody that I, uh, that, that I see says unmistakably, they know exactly what the business is now. And Definitely. that's what's caused the business to grow the way it has Trust so quickly. It's Absolutely. been very rewarding. Absolutely. Definitely. Yeah, it's a very clever way to write your email address to make it very clear and easy to, to read and remember as well as yeah, it really what, sticks out yeah, to you what, that's what it's about is. absolutely absolutely yeah in fact i'll add one more point to that real and quick that is uh, real quick, when i yeah. spoke at this show a few weeks ago i i said to the coach i said you know i have to get all this material printed up now he said you don't need to get anything printed out just say ken is email.com people will remember that they don't need to write anything down yeah that's that's it's so simple and so so smart all right when we come back once again we'll be speaking with ken countess that is ken is email.com the website as you just heard and don't forget you can sign up for his uh marketing class and then go to orlando.score.org and sign up for the coffee with leader presentation both of them coming up this week tuesday and thursday all right so we will be right back with more of what's the score What's the score? By we, I mean Ken Countess, our guest today, and Lucy Polito, Rich Jekyll, and myself, Christopher Hart. Before we get back to the conversation, though, I'd just like to remind you that radio is growing, ladies and gentlemen, and it still is one of the best ways to advertise, especially in a local market, to get your message to that mass market in the local area, which is what Salem Media Group does right here in Central Florida. And they also now integrate your social media platforms with your over-air presence, and they can do it all for you right here. And they are local people, so they understand the local market. You can call them here at Salem Media Group Orlando, 407-618-1760. And with both the AM and FM signals, powerful signals at that, they can really blast your message out there, 407-618-1760. Just look at, look at it this way. If radio can make a celebrity out of Rich Jekyll, which it has done, it can do something for you, ladies and gentlemen. I know that was coming. <laughs> 407-618-1760. Or you can also visit them at surroundorlando.com, surroundorlando.com. And please tell them Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hart sent you. There you go. Yes, there All right. you go. All right. So, Ken, uh, back to the sort of the do's and don'ts things. Uh, I, I presume you'll be talking about this more in depth at the Coffee with the Leader presentation, but but give us a little flavor of it, if you would. Yeah, sure. There, you know, as with anything else, there are certain do's and don'ts uh, when it comes to email marketing. 
the the what sets email apart is that when someone sends an email to you, it shows up as unread in your inbox until you do something with it. Well, what's going to get you to open up that email? We have something that we call the two 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 rule, which means that you have two seconds to get somebody's attention. You've got to get their attention in the first two words of the subject line to get them to open it today. Two, two, two. Two seconds, two words today. Very right? clever. Because if they don't open it today, well, they'll get to it later. Well, let's face it. Later is a well-intentioned never. So you've got to get their attention in two words. So what are those two words? It has to be something action-oriented. And it might be open today. It might be last chance. Uh, there is a subject line that I have used in the past, uh, which has, every time I've used it, I, I space it out every few years. But it's one word. Well, sort of one word. It's ch ch, -ch changes Right. And for those of us who have been on the planet for more than 20 years, that was a David Bowie song. Oh, yeah. Changes. Sure. Uh, that gets people's attention. That's one of the subject lines that I've used that has gotten me open rates that are through the roof. Um, so that's one thing you want to make sure you do is have a great, compelling subject line. I say to people, make it an interrupter. You've got to stop people in their tracks. So when they look through their emails, and they see the a subject line that grabs their attention, they, they can't help but open it. So that would be number one. The second thing I would offer up is make sure that you do what you can to stay out of the spam box. How many emails do you get that wind up in the junk folder and you realize, gee, I wonder why that wound up in the junk folder? Well, all the internet service providers in our area it might be comcast or what used to be uh, or or spectrum what used to be bright house networks or one of yeah. the other ones um, they use artificial intelligence and the email service providers use artificial intelligence or ai and what's happening after you hit the send button is it goes through the pipelines of the internet and the ai in part determines whether the email you sent actually winds up in the inbox of the recipient or the social folder or promotion folder or junk folder or spam folder. And the words you use in your subject line and in the body of the email may determine where you wind up. And so here's one big tip. Don't use the phrase credit card because so much junk mail is people who are promoting these credit cards, you know, get a free credit card, no credit check required, all of that. That phrase, credit card, will invariably have you wind up in the junk folder. I have a client who asked me because what she does is she promotes credit cards for uh, airlines. I said, we'll come up with a different phrase. And she actually sent me an email today thanking me for that idea because she uses the phrase travel card instead. And she always winds up in the inbox, not in the spam folder. So there are, there are two tips for you. Good ones. Good uh, ones. Absolutely. Of course, this is the sort of thing that Ken will be speaking about at the Coffee with the Leader presentation. And I don't want to confuse this with his other offering, which is a four-week 
class on more the marketing approach. Correct, Ken? Yeah, it's on it's on email marketing for beginner, intermediate, and advanced. It's one hour a week over a four week period. Uh, so it's live on Zoom uh, each week on Tuesday. But in between, you get access to me, so I will help you out in between the classes to help make sure that you're staying on track and getting the results you're looking for. And you can oh. find that at kenisemail.com. Great opportunity for people to take advantage of that. You're I not mean, it, even if you're starting a business, that's really something that would be very, very helpful. Absolutely. Quick marketing tips. Yeah, yep. absolutely. And obviously Ken knows his way around the social media platforms and he knows what works and doesn't work. You know, I don't want to shortchange the Countess group because you did you do great things there with people's social media presence and the, the do's and don'ts of setting up email. I'm sorry, setting up uh, websites and, and the like, Ken. Well, thank you, Chris. We're proud of the work we do. We get rave reviews and uh, we work hard to make sure that our clients are very happy with the work that we do because they, we want them to get results. And that's what this uh, email uh, class is all about, or the Coffee with the Leader presentation. And the, the 42 for one, that, that's remarkable. But uh, where do you spend a dollar on email? <laughs> I mean, it's not on postage, right? So uh, basically, it, it's, it, it's a virtually uh, no-cost endeavor, really. It's, is it not, Ken, to, to do the yeah, email? Yeah, actually... Yeah, uh, email marketing services are very, very inexpensive. As I mentioned earlier, I've been a, a partner of Constant Contact for 12 years. They actually just lowered the price of the basic plan to under $10 a month. So if you imagine this, if you spend $10 a month for your email marketing service, and for every dollar you spent, you got 42 back, that means for 10 bucks, you get 420 that's, and that's on average. Right. I mean, there are people that get way better than that. The, I mentioned the client earlier. Uh, and so you can start out with a constant contact account free. Uh, our website is completelyfreetrial.com. Complete. Completelyfreetrial.com. And we provide training on how to get started. And you really do need some somebody like constant contact. Otherwise, you're going to be sitting there all day sending out emails. You, you need to be able to blast it out, right? That's absolutely correct. There you go. So once again, Ken can help you with all of these issues, these questions, and the do's and the don'ts about sending out email to get those results. And everybody can do it. And anybody and everybody can sign up for the Coffee with the Leader presentation this Thursday. Coffee with a Leader. You sign up at Orlando.score.org, Orlando.score.org. And don't forget to take advantage of Ken's own offering, the one-hour-a-week tutorial on marketing, and you sign up for that at KenIsEmail.com, KenIsEmail.com. And and that's where you say that you also do a weekly webinar. Did I, didn't I hear you mention that earlier, Ken? Uh, yes, actually, uh, we. I, I actually, it's a good note for me, uh, Chris. I need to make sure I put a link to the webinars on that site too. Uh, I have three different websites, uh, but I'll I'll go ahead and I will make sure that that is done. So yes, Ken is email dot com. That's where you'll find it all. All right. Okay. And rebranding, it could work for you too, ladies and gentlemen. So you might want to consider it. And you know, it was. Uh, you know, uh, brilliant to, to come up with the Ken is email and it's really worked for you. And 
but it's it's like it's so simple in, in a way, right? And and that's the advantage of it, isn't it? That that is the advantage. It, you know, so many times we in business tend to overthink things. Uh, this just makes it so simple, yeah. very easy to remember. Yeah, I, good I, thing I have a short first name. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, yeah, I'm constantly catching Rich overthinking things. Right? <laughs> uh, well, you're lucky to be catching me thinking. Period. Uh, that's right. Boy, good thing you said that. I was going to say. Yeah, that. I know. Before right. it comes out of Lucy's mouth. All right. So remember the rule of two: two seconds, two words. Get them to read it today, ladies and gentlemen. And you need to sign up today for both the Coffee with the Leader presentation and Ken's offerings. His email address, once again, is kenisemail.com. Kenisemail.com. And for SCORE, it's, of course, orlando.score.org, orlando.score.org. And don't forget, if you would like to uh, visit with folks at SCORE there, perhaps you have some questions that you'd like to have a sit-down with them, you can make an appointment at 407-420-4844. The office is open now Monday through Thursday, 10 to 2. They look to expand those hours, but that's what they are for right now. Of course, in the Orlando uh, uh, Fashion Square Mall, the National Entrepreneur Center on the West End there. And don't forget to please follow and like us on Facebook. That is Rich Primarily. That's Score Orlando on Facebook. He really gets a kick out of that sort of thing. Ken, it's always an education speaking with you today, no less than ever before, maybe more than ever before. So yeah, uh, thanks, uh, thanks, for, thanks for coming back. We'll look forward to having you back soon. Yeah. Oh, it would be fun. I love being here, and I look forward to the next time. Absolutely. And you are always very um, instructive, so and, I appreciate that. And yeah. as it will be at that presentation, Coffee with the Leader, this Thursday, April 14th, 8 a.m., sign up at orlando.score.org. Don't forget Ken's email address, kenisemail.com. All right, until next week, ladies and gentlemen, thanks for tuning in, telling your friends and family about the show. And that's all for What's the Score? Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.